What's going on guys? 360 Digital Closing Bell here. I am your humble, humble correspondent, Michael Tanner. Joined this time solo in the studio on a gorgeous July 6th, 2024 Week Ahead podcast. I'm actually recording this the day of July 5th, so I just got done doing pretty much with my weekend of July 4th festivities. I hope everybody who's listening to this had a great, great July 4th. Um, you know, partly reason for the solo show today is, is nothing really happened <laughs> this weekend. So me and Stu kind of decided that we didn't necessarily need to do a week ahead. I I, I kind of got a little bored though and felt like, eh, probably best hop in the studio and, and at least give you guys an update on some of this crude oil stuff. So I think what I'm going to spend some time doing today is just chat briefly with you about what I think's happening price action wise in crude oil. Um, there is one story that I think dropped on Friday that I think shows a good a good overview of, of yeah, not a good overview, but a great sign of, of what you don't want to look for maybe in a management team. Um, but then we'll finish off um, and get you out of here really quickly. But first, guys, this show is brought to you by Adamantine Energy. I love everything about these guys. Tisha Schuler and Adamantine Energy are the experts in managing social risk for the future. If you don't know what social risk is, it's everything from the divest from fossil fuels to all the investor engagement that is required around this ESG stuff. If you feel like all of your community relations are getting worse and worse and sometimes they're multiplying like zombies, please, guys, call Adamatine Energy, www.energythinks.com. We'd love their support. You also subscribe to Tisha's weekly emails called Both Things Are True. You should also subscribe to her Energy Thinks podcast. I actually produce that podcast, so please subscribe to that. Let's boost those numbers up. We really appreciate it, guys. Um, also, check out the world's greatest website, oilandgas360.com, for all of the best oil market news. We come live to you on YouTube every single day for a digital market close. You have all the different videos. Check out the 360 News Deck. Follow me on LinkedIn. Email me, mtannerentercominc.com. I promise you guys, this is the most available show to get your hands up. We have some great interviews coming up on the Intercom's Oil and Gas um, Energy 360 podcast. We have on Monday, Gareth Falk Jones, which I just caught up. He's a... Uh, he is a climate, um, I, I would say, how, how would I describe him? He is a, I would say a, a, a renewables realist in that he is, he, he is for renewables. He thinks that renewables are sort of the way to go in the future, but he's very, and he's hyper aware of the specific issues with renewables and his focus is on how do we bridge those gaps, which I mean, is exactly what you should be doing. If there are flaws in something, you look at what those flaws are and see if you can correct them. And it's exactly what he's doing. It's a fascinating interview. Tuesday, you're going to see Alan Gilmer, who's the founder and CEO of Enverness, obviously formerly drilling, drilling info. We have interviewed pretty much all of the top brass at Enverness, and now we had to add on and get Alan Gilmer for you. Fascinating conversation. I'd recommend you following him at The Crude Awakening on Twitter. You can also connect with him on LinkedIn. And then on Wednesday, I honestly don't know what we have going on Wednesday. I just get the what I the videos I need to cut up. They, they get that to me in my inbox, you know, Sunday afternoon, Monday morning, and I just start kind of chopping away. So I think there's this Tony Heller interview. There's a couple other ones I think. Oh, George Freeman. That's who it is. I think it's George Freeman I have to get cut up for uh, for Wednesday. So George Freeman is a international geopolitical expert that Stu, I mean, it was really one of the best interviews because one, this guy's a professional, he's clearly does speaking for a living, but also it's just one of Stu's idols, so it was really cool to see him sit down and interview. Stu took that one solo, so I highly recommend um, you guys get that. 
you know, as, as we look at, you know, obviously I, I, we, we chatted on Friday with you guys about sort of, you know, what happened, you know, during the week. We, we covered a bunch of a bunch of different stories. And, and to be honest, you know, markets being closed Friday, Saturday and Sunday, you know, we're, we're you know, opening up here at four o'clock. Very little has dropped on the news ticker. I would say about the only thing that we saw was a classic incentive plan payout um, filing be dropped right Right, on Friday. Gotta love that. Gotta love the Thursday afternoon rolling into a three-day weekend SEC filing by Noble Drilling paying out some of their corporate officers right away. Here we go. Item 502, departure of directors and certain officers, elective directors, and compensatory arrangements of certain officers. And here we go. Early target amounts. The target value of the 20 annual bonus awards were granted. Woohoo! Noble Corporation. Diving stock. Down to twenty nine cents, probably cause for a great, uh, probably needs a uh, a bonus. <laughs> Just you know, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this and, and and rip them too bad. But but you guys can take a look. Go to go to noblecorporations.com. They just dropped a huge bonus payout system for their. Uh, for the for the corporations and, and 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 generally guys when you see this they're trying to hide something if, if you see an 8k filing or you see a, a, a comp plan filing and you see some sort of filing the day before a three-day weekend on a three-day weekend or, or whatever just know that there's something in there they really don't want you to see and it's it's pretty funny i think you know if, if, if i ever get into the ir business i'm going to tell i'm going to tell people don't drop if you're going to if you're going to Put bad news in a filing. Drop it where people sort of expect it to be because sometimes people don't read. You drop something on Thursday afternoon rolling into a three-day weekend. Guys like me, my ears light up. This is like eating. This is like, you know, this is a trap for guys like me because it's. I know, I just know there's something in here they don't like and boom, first couple paragraphs. I'm only on page... I want to get the page number. I'm only on page two, and they're already talking about incentive plans that they're paying out um, under their LTIP or what they call their 2015 business incentive plan to certain executives named executive officers and designated vice presidents will be paid as, and they're paying out more as soon as practical. So, <laughs> so you know, lesson from that, if you guys are, if, you know, if you're looking, if you're evaluating companies and you're, and, and you, you know, me and Stu always talk about good management, good, you know, good management, good company. Well, it, it, this is a sign of, of not great management, and uh, you, you're dropping. I mean, not that they're they're paying out bonuses. I think I think everyone has a right to make a make a wage. But if you have to, if 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 you feel so guilty about this that you have to drop this Thursday, July second, I, I don't I, I I don't know what to tell you. I, it's 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 and, 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 it's all I got to say about that. I don't necessarily know what to say. I mean, really, that was the biggest news item I saw dropped as we move into, you know, like what what's coming up this week. I think bankruptcies are only going to get more uh, more in depth, uh, and I think we're going to see more of them come out when we're on the closing. Mode. It was six companies, specifically on, on some of the large private and public sites that declared bankruptcy. Denberry dropped its borrowing base by 30%. Abrax cut, da- uh, cut back into his RBL lending. So, I mean, just people are drawing reserves. Capital is drying up, and I think that's going to be sort of the theme moving forward. We're, we're edging closer to earnings season, and what that you know really means is you're going to start hearing the softening of the bell. I think you're going to start hearing specifically these mid, you know, a lot of these majors have come out and start writing off assets. I think you're going to see some of the large independents start to do the same. Come and say, we're, we we have to write down some assets. Concho did it, you know, Concho did it early in February. But I think that's going to be some of the stories we move closer earnings season is you're going to see some of these dribs and drabs of very just tough news. And, and to be honest, quarter two is going to be very, very interesting because this is really, really the heart of the coronavirus. March, 
April and May and June was really the heart of the coronavirus and really when those lockdowns took effect. So if you're interested in really what's in, in really how these you know companies navigated and how a lot of these CEOs did and what during this time, these earnings seasons are great. And I'd recommend and, and, and always with earnings season, I tell you, you got to dive into the numbers. Don't just watch and don't just watch and listen to the filing. Go in, list, go in and read the materials, read the 10Ks, read the quarterly filings, make sure you know what they're getting in and know what's different and know the difference between cash flow from operations, cash flow from equity, cash flow from, um, uh, bank and lending and stuff like that, knowing that, you know, this company might be have free cash flow, but none of it's coming from operations. None of it's coming from actually selling oil. So the only way your company makes money is if they if, if, if they have a redetermining of some sort of borrowing base or they sell some assets. So, you know, know that there are, you know, know that, that that's how they mess with you. Oh, this company's in free cash flow. And then you look at the statement, well, you're just okay, but this is all loan money and you sold some assets. What, what, what about what about cash from selling oil, which is kind of the business model that we're all in? So, when 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 earning, you know, just as a, as a forewarning, read the filings. I always do um, because I'm also a nerd like that. But 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 when you want to know how to evaluate these companies and you want to know, oh, I, you know, why why does the you know why does the earnings look good? But the stock goes down. Well, people are reading between the lines. It's the, the, you know, sure they've achieved free cash flow, but why? And that's really the question when you when when you look at an earnings statement. It's why? Why is this happening? And if it's coming from operations that are positive with business, boom, it's good. But if it's coming from, you know, just straight up loans or selling or you know writing down assets, you know, definitely stay away. Um, you know. And when we look at oil this week, you know, and obviously before we get into the levels, guys, uh, this podcast is, is also sponsored by Sandstone Capital Group. These guys, I, I say every week, these guys do insanely good, both research and just project-based work for the oil and gas industry. If you guys have a short-term project that you need working on, you know, these guys, I, I, you know, I say chop shop with with all due respect because these guys are experts. Is there? They they have so many different levels: product management, um, technology, um, research, energy research, digital marketing. Uh, creative design, all of these different verticals that they have within w- w- within this consulting uh, shop that can specialize in you have projects that you were either working on and didn't finish, know you need to start but don't know where to start, and they specialize in coming help you get those projects done quicker and better than you think can actually happen. These guys, I'm telling you, their expertise ranges far and wide. They specialize in the energy business, so like, guys, check them out, sandstonecg.com. Or give them a call, 303-907-6825. Tell them you got sent by the podcast, and I promise you they will hook it up. You know, I mentioned price action on crude was bullish this week. I, you know, I think we're going to see a fall off the cliff early and a slow. I think we're going to continue to see, I think, 40. You know, right now, 40.32 is what the market's closed. That's what it'll open out here a little later this afternoon. When I, I, I you know, if you... I think, you know, we're going to tumble over, you know, I guess, you know, I guess I should have spoke to, here are the levels, I'm doing this solo for the first time, so give me, give me some credit here, I'm used to having at least a little bit of a break so I can, you know, hey, I've got, I've got a coffee in front of me, I got a little yogurt, I've got some water, um, but yeah, you don't necessarily have any time to drink, so I'm taking a sip of coffee right now, you guys can catch your breath, ah, ah, great coffee. 
It's actually Folgers, so I wouldn't necessarily call it great. I just had to put a little bit of cream in it to spice it up. When we look at the levels, as I digress, uh, 3706, 3781, 3818, 3909, 3948. Point of control, 3974 for last week. Top, in my eyes, being 40-33. I mean, that's where I have my top level. If you want to look at the top for the week, 40.50 I think is a good level. You know, we also might could see 41 depending on but I mean 41 42 dollars. I mean if if if, it re, if I see 41 dollars, I'm shorting. And part of that is that's my bias for the week is I do really think oil will probably just roll over, head back down to 37 and then continue to sort of as as I mentioned climb its way back up. Um you know, and still you know, be kind of continue to climb its way back up. Um Commitment of traders. I didn't actually have that pulled up. I knew we needed to look at something. So let me go ahead and get that pulled up here because I think that's going to show a story that is, is very interesting. I know I looked at it uh, last week, but I'm probably, like I said, I'm probably selling oil early this week. I, I don't necessarily see a scenario in which oil continues to, to, to rise. And I mean, yeah, when you look at managed money, Added to the short position. This is something you rarely see. 2,000 contracts subtracted from the long side. Hedge funds adding 556 contracts, which in my eyes means that they really know that 4042 is the top, or at least that's what they think. And as we know, hedge funds don't necessarily trade oil all that well, but they are a large percentage of the market, so it's very, very good to know. Swap dealers loaded up in the short time. 15,000 contracts added, which I mean, basically means people just taking out more protection. Um, why wouldn't you? $40, you can probably get some hedges up to $50, $60 that are really, really cheap if you guys do interested, you know, and if you guys are interested in hedge exclusive, guys, call Aegis Energy. Those guys, they, they do some weekly conferences. Um, with Entercom, I, 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 this is a free ad for them, but I've, they, I've heard some stuff from them about forty, forty-two dollar oil war, how attractive it is to actually get in and start doing some of the hedging and some and some of the financial contracts. Um, they have a huge derivative space that you can choose from. They're, they're experts, guys. Um, I'd recommend checking them out if you if you are interested in actually getting in on some of this 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 hedging action from a, from a price action standpoint. Um, but yeah, you know, hedge funds loaded up short. Obviously, that's last Tuesday to Tuesday, so there's a couple of days missing. It'll be very interesting to see sort of what they end up at. You know, like I said, I'm probably thinking, you know, my guess is crude's rolling over. I think when you look at sort of, you know, you zoom in on the weekly chart, it's bullish. And you zoom in on a one-month chart, clearly bullish. Um, you know, I love to look at a rain chart. You know, you get a rain chart, it's bullish, but we begin to sort of, you know, not flatten the curve, but we really begin to flatten out. I don't necessarily see more movement to the upside, but I'm always having to be wrong. I think that's it. I, I don't. We, I know that we always usually finish up with a 360 official, not official fund. But honestly, that that fund sucks right now. I mean, not that it sucks. Um, it's just not performing well. It needs to be rebranded. And part of what I need to do today and, and this week is is the rebrand of that. I, I think we're going to keep the Bonanza Creek. I think we'll keep some of the natural, but it needs to be added. We need six, seven more positions added to really get that portfolio stretched out so that's the other plan we have going today but i mean i already looked i only wanted to go five ten minutes i just looked up at the clock it's been 15 minutes now so there's there's so there's something for that so i think i've bothered you guys enough with basically no news moving into the week guys just watch for bankruptcies and i really think you're going to be seeing a lot of drips drips and drabs um about some of this earning stuff, I don't, earning season is going to be brutal. So it'll be very interesting to see if they try to, like I said, soften the blow a little bit of what some of these reports are. Um, we will be busy covering all the latest earnings 
news, guys. Um, but with that, I'm just going to go and let you guys get back to your busy Monday. I'm sure you're all sitting there scrolling. I bet you everyone's got emails up the wazoo. I am not looking forward to checking my email tomorrow morning and seeing how many emails. I sort of have an idea how much I have on my phone. Ooh, not good. So hope you guys can sift through all those emails and I hope you guys had a happy 4th of July. Shout out to anybody who had to work, whether you are in the oil and gas industry or not. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for anybody who served our country. We really appreciate and we appreciate if you guys listen. Like I said, I'm going to let you get back to those emails and crank through them. We will see you guys this afternoon for the Digital Ticker and next Friday for a